good evening and welcome to another episode of Unstoppable Overcomers and I'm your host Dorothy O'Dell for this evening. Really, really like to kick this party started tonight with our new sponsor, um, Freedom Global Group, with their event that they're hosting on Wednesday. So if you're in the Oak Brook Terrace, Illinois area, definitely go to moneymagicleverage.com. It is... Uh, going to be it's filled with some amazing speakers that you don't want to miss as well. I believe there is, I know there's definitely breakfast. Uh, there could possibly be lunch. We'll get the full details with that with Kimberly later on. Uh, but definitely go to moneymagicleverage.com and sign up today. Like I said, it promises to be an amazing event, jam-packed full of amazing people and uh, in person. So get your all your Questions answered at moneymagicleverage.com. All right. I have the distinct pleasure of bringing up Miss Carrie to the show. Welcome very much, Carrie. How are you this evening? Hi. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm doing really well. I'm happy today. You're happy. Joyful. Yes. Joyful. Joyful, <laughs> <laughs> joyful noise. Have you ever watched that movie? I have. Yes, I love great. that movie. Yeah, it is. A, it's a great feel-good movie for sure. Absolutely. So Carrie, tell our audience a little bit about who you are and uh, a little bit about your overcoming story. Well, I'm a master relationship coach and I help couples to have even more joy and excitement in their relationships. It is a passion of mine and I use every tool that I can think of to help couples to have the best relationships they can have. You don't have to be married, just in a serious relationship. So, right. yeah. Awesome. And my overcoming story. Well, um, so I was um, born um, a long time ago. And I had a mother who suffered from mental illness. She suffered from paranoid schizophrenia. And I had uh, a strange childhood. It was normal for me to be expected to answer people that I could not see um to kill bugs on the walls that weren't there and i really believed that there was something wrong with me because i could not see those things so for me knowing what a relationship is was a little weird so when i went to school i had difficulty with relationships with other children and i i really withdrew um there was an accident with my real mother and I was taken away. My brother and I were taken away to go live with my uh, grandmother, who was my saving grace. And, um, and she helped to heal me in a way that nobody else could have healed me. Um, so through the years, I didn't really understand about relationships. And I had, I had a really messed up early childhood and a really messed up belief system. And so I married into a situation where it wasn't good for me. And um, after a long time of being married to that person, I decided to get help, walk away and get help. And so there was another step in overcoming that. Um, so I went to therapy, I got help, I went to school, I, and I decided that I had a passion for people, helping people with their relationships. And so I did internships and I started seeing couples and uh, started, I started off seeing them for free. 
um, just so that I could see if this was something that I really did have a gift for. And after after five years of doing this for my life, it is my livelihood. I just absolutely have a great time helping couples to uh, a lot of times who are at a standstill and they're kind of stuck and uh, the love is still there. They just don't know what to do to get out of it. And I love helping them climb out of it. That's awesome. I'm sure, I'm sure even before the pandemic, that would have been something, but after for sure, you know, uh, being together, <laughs> stuck in the same house for two years or longer, uh, I definitely could see the need for, for that and in, in many right. relationships. Right. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, going backing up a little bit about your your overcoming story, you know, growing up in, in the household that you did, that must have been really difficult, you know, especially as as a child, you, you don't even know what's really going on. And you don't see what your mom's seeing and, and just really, you know, stepping, continuing to step through through those those processes that must have been difficult. Well, interestingly enough, it was it was difficult, but it became more difficult when I went to school and realized that that really wasn't the real world, you know, that that, that what I saw and heard was real and that what she saw and heard wasn't it, it. That's when it really became difficult because I knew that there was nothing wrong with me, that there was something wrong with her. But before, as a small child, you know, your parent is is the person that you depend on to tell you, you know, everything about life. And yes. that's just the way it was. You know, that's interesting that you said that. I, I totally get that. I, I grew up in a very loving home, um, but there was, you know, my dad had expectations. And I didn't really realize till after he passed away, just, you know, what those expectations, how they played out on mm -hmm. us as children, right? Or even adults, like, right. um, you know, there was always, um, there's, there was, the, he was the oldest of five and came from a family where, you know, money was scarce. My grandfather worked mm -hmm. three jobs. My grandmother was taking care of five kids. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so, uh, in growing up in that environment, then he raised us kind of like in that scarcity mindset and then, sure. you know, us breaking through that. So I get what you're saying where, you know, growing up, you're thinking it's one thing. And then now you're, when you're growing up a little bit, you're realizing, well, wait, that's not a, that's not how life really is. So, right. uh, you know, and give you kudos for understanding that making that pivot from, you know, one to the other. Well, I got really, really quiet and really um, observant. I watched people all the time. I watched how they interacted with each other. I learned, 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 learned. I, I didn't speak. I just knew, you know, my grandmother said, it's not the really loud ones you need to be worried about. You need to watch after the quiet ones because the quiet ones know everything. And Love <laughs> I'm like, and you. I, I'm the yeah. observant. I'm the bug on the wall. Let me yeah, I was. <laughs> I was, I was, I'm not so much today. Today, I'm not as reserved as I was then. Then I was really, you know, really super quiet. And I wasn't shy. I was just quiet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. Um, yeah. I, 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 the quiet ones are the ones you got to watch out for. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. was quiet once upon a time. 
Then look what happened. (laughs) I pretty I pretty much knew what was going on. I I pretty much knew who was saying what to who and when and how their relationship was going and who was best friends and who wasn't friends and I just watched and learned and and was was very curious about how human beings interacted with each other and how they treated each other and um I was very sensitive, still am very sensitive, and uh, when I would see someone hurt someone else, I would well up and and get upset over it, and, and that's, I love people. I love to watch them, but I really love to watch them feel joy. That's, that's my passion. There is nothing better than watching somebody surpass, you know, your the teacher right <laughs> and mm-hmm. and finding the joy in in everything i i totally agree with you on that oh, yeah. um right and then so you went from you know your that environment and then ended up in kind of like a worse environment um right you right. know uh, and, and i think i think and, that's and now i'm married to the man of my dreams well there you and, go and and he he rocks my world i just i love i love my ray he makes me smile he does so many beautiful things for me and treats me like i'm his queen and i treat him like he's my king so yes so what's the best relationship advice that you could give to somebody uh that's you know struggling in their in their marriage or in their in a committed relationship well, the the one of the one of the things that people forget to do is when you're first dating and getting to know each other, there's a playfulness that 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 happens between the two of you. Um, there's a before children come, before you've been married for a long time, couples forget to play, and what I encourage couples to do is to begin to play again. When you were first together, did your did your partner smack you on the butt and you laugh? You know, I mean, it's it's the silliest of things. You know, some people are offended by that, but you know, did you did you play chase around the house naked before the kids came? You know, start playing again. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna chase around the house naked and you still have kids at home, put them to bed and make sure they're asleep. <laughs> I, i'm laughing okay so i'm laughing when you said the smack butt thing because yeah that's what's this in this household and then but then it gets to a point where at one point you kind of get tired of it and then when he doesn't do it you're like what's wrong how come you didn't smack me in the butt? right right you gotta start laughing and having joy you know if if that isn't doing it for you you know have a squirt gun fight you know it's there's cheap fun to be had at everywhere. And, uh, you know, there's a, I have hundreds and hundreds of ideas of things to do to have a lot of fun. Who'd have thought that you could sit there with your partner and go outside with sidewalk chalk and draw pictures together? Well, kids do that. Well, you'd be surprised how much fun the two of you have being kids together holding right. hands. There's just so much. That, that is my biggest advice for couples who are stuck is begin to play again. Hold, start, start with holding each other's hands. Start with arm in arm walking. Things will happen, I promise. 
that that's good you know and i think sometimes you, you kind of nailed it on the head like when you're first in your relationship it's all like stars and roses and and things like that and how you know and him texting you all day every day getting in trouble at work because you know the phone keeps going off, but what are you supposed to do, right? You're young love. And then, you know, yes. you get into the relationship and it kind of, like, if you're not working on that, oh, mm -hmm. then he's got you or she's got him. And then, uh, you know, you forget to be playful. And that is, that is. Right. Sending each other love notes through text. I'm not, I don't control what you say in there, but, you know, everybody's got a moment at lunch to send a text, a funny text. The I love you text. Everybody has a moment at lunch when you're apart from each other. Yeah. Start doing it, it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and making the time to do that, I think, is important. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that we oh, can yeah. get so busy at work and, uh, you know, and and forget that. But making that time, it's it, it's funny because after six years, I still get uh, if I see a, his name come up on the phone, I still get butterflies, and you know, it oh. does it doesn't. <laughs> It's just like, you know, just because he's, he's thinking of me. Right. And, and that's basically mm -hmm. what I want. Anyways, I don't know about anybody else, but to know that you're still, you know, thought of, loved and appreciated. And this you're, is only still, your you're still, you're still his most important person. Right. You know, and I'm here to tell you, if you think your kids are the most important people in your lives, they grow up and go away. And the last thing you want as a couple is to wake up one day and say who are you and what are you doing in my house yep. you know it, it don't go there yep absolutely wow that's a powerful statement a lot of uh yeah a lot of spouses don't see that and they put their child they put work first then their child mm. and then you so yeah i get yeah that. yeah and then by the time all of that goes away, then you're left with each other. And, and a lot of people are talking divorce by then, you know, and it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to choose to go down that path. Yeah, exactly. Working on your relationship for sure. Bringing that joy back. I love that. So mm -hmm. what made you decide to, to uh, you know, jump into being a coach uh, and helping couples? What made me decide is the love of people and love of relationships. It, it, it made me um, feel like there was something I could do to help people to change the way that things are. Um, so many times I would see on Facebook people who were putting their stuff out there and asking perfect strangers about their relationships and saying, hey, you know, what should I do? And these perfect strangers were telling these people to get divorced and they were wow. telling them to leave their spouse. And, you know, the two most important people, again, in your relationship are the two of you and you can use tools to find your way through that. Um, yeah. Facebook is not a tool, not a place to go find. I, it, it's it's yep. a tool. It is a tool to find tools, but mm -hmm. it is not a, you know, you don't know these people. When they tell you to leave your spouse, you, they don't know you. You don't know them. Don't, don't trust people with your, your relationship and the condition of your relationship if you don't know who they are. Right. Absolutely. It, and it's funny that you said that because a lot of people just, you know, 
go to random people, you know, on the one-off moment, you know, every relationship goes through a point where, or mm. a bad day where you're like bad <laughs> on each other. You want to strangle each other and, you know, you're venting to the wrong person. I, it, right. what I've, what I've learned is make sure you have your tribe and the ones that know you and Absolutely. won't let you give up on not only yourself, but your spouse. Right. And Absolutely. If, if you're a verbal processor, like I am, you only lean into those people that you know is safe. Mm -hmm. uh, like you said, uh, going to Facebook is not, is not uh, the place to go that to, or to do there, to right. go there. And, well, I, just, uh, to I would just want to, for couples to remember this, when you have difficulties, it's, it, Everybody does. We all, we, if we don't have struggles with each other, we don't grow. If we don't grow, we end up where, you know, stuck again. So we're going to have discourse. They want you to remember three sentences. Does it need to be said? Does it need to be said by me? Does it need to be said by me right now? If you will remember that, if you can remember that, even when you're really, really angry and you want to say a lot of things, if you can remember those three sentences, uh, do I need to say it? So go talk to your best close friend. Go talk to your spiritual guide. Go talk to someone, a trusted um, a sibling about it. But remember that when those words come out, you can't take them back. So exactly. Right. And saying your story only goes so far like sorry without doing anything behind it is is mm -hmm. you may as well be talking to the wall in my opinion um right and and so i i love that you said that you know if you before you get it all out <laughs> be the human garbage can that your spouse does not right. need to hear um right you know i i love that you said that because it's um and I like that what you said, you know, does it need to be said? Does it need to be said right now? And well, I forget there was a third does one. Does it was. need to be said? Does it need to be said by me? Does by it me. need to be said by me right now? Now, right. Right. Um, right. My father gave me a lesson when I was 16 years old and I came home from a, a, a school and a friend had said something really awful to me and I was so mad at her and I was going to tell her what I thought of her and I'm telling my dad this stuff and he says go write it down I want you to write a letter to her and I want you to say everything that you want to say and I should come back and talk to me so I wrote everything down and he says now fold it up and go stick it in your drawer and he said and you can't look at it for 24 hours and I went back and I looked in the drawer 24 hours later and I came out and I said, I'm never going to send that to her. And he said, yep, thought so. You need to practice that. Every time you think you need to say something awful to a friend, you need to practice that. That's wise advice right there. Mm -hmm. That is that is total wise advice. And um, yeah, I, the, I've heard that or I've heard like write it down and then burn it. You know, well, if, yeah. Either or. <laughs> I did. I was 16. I wasn't thinking of burning it. I don't think my dad wanted to encourage me to start a fire. So <laughs> that is true. This is a good lesson for adults, though, because I'm oh, telling yeah, you, absolutely, absolutely, uh, burn it, rip it to shreds, do whatever you got to do, whatever makes you feel happy. But he said, if you, he he did have an ad, he said, if you come back, said you still wanted to send it, I would have made you stick it back in the drawer for three more days. 
you know, right. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't get to send it if it's 24 hours. And he's like, no, the point is, is you don't ever right. send it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think anybody wants to intentionally hurt anybody. And mm-hmm. when you're in anger, like anything can come out mm. um, at the inopportune time. Um, so in the clients that you've had, what would you say would be the one thing that they struggle with the most? Uh, blame game. That is the the number one struggle that couples, you know, and, and uh, you've heard it's money, sex, children. Well, still the blame game, blaming each other for anything and everything. And all the blame game is, is the need to be right. That's all it is. And if you can lay down the need to be right, then the blame game stops. You know, going and saying, well, you didn't take out the trash, so that's why I didn't decide to empty the dishwasher and all that. That's worthless. That's just worthless stuff. That is the one, the blame game is the one of the most difficult things for couples to lay down. You know, just to say, take responsibility for what you did or did not do. Mm-hmm. And don't blame your partner for what you did or did not do. Why well, it's advice right there too. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, as you know, as somebody who's come from, like my grandparents were married for over 50 years before my grandfather died and my parents wow. made it to 47 before my dad died. So I come from Amazing. a long line of, of, you know, of couples uh, and not quitting on each other. But what I have right. seen within that is the communication barrier, like that breakdown and that they're together, but that doesn't mean they always communicate what, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, um, you know, and, and everything like that. And, and mm-hmm. would you say that that's something else that you come along to within uh, relationships? Yeah, I do. I come, I come across, you know, we use the word intimacy and a lot of people associate the word intimacy with sex. And that's not necessarily the word intimacy really talks about really connecting with each other. And I I have seen many long term marriages where the intimacy is just absolutely gone. And I'm not like I said, I'm not saying sex, you know, like the hugging and the holding and spending just quality time together and doing things for each other and thinking of each other. Um, Sometimes they just stay together because it's easier. And they, yeah. they forget about the intimacy part, just, you know, like lying in the bed and just snuggling and talking about, you know, things that only couples talk about, you know, all of those intimate moments are so important to keep alive because yeah. eventually you're just living together as brother and sister if you continue on that way. Absolutely. I 100% agree with you. And and that's, um, you know, I, I always said, like, my, my mom's parents, they slept in separate bedrooms. And I made it very clear that mm. that would never happen in my marriage, because I didn't get married to be friends. I got married to be husband and wife. And that's in the same, same room, same bed, whatever. It, it is, it is. And, and I have to admit, there have been times when I have fallen asleep on the couch accidentally, but you know, hubby gives me a kiss, wakes me up, and I pad into the bed. 
He's a late yeah. night person and I'm not. So sometimes mm -hmm. I just can't stay awake late late enough. But I I yeah. hear you on that. The, yeah, there's been sometimes my my husband hasn't been well or he throws his back out once in a while and so he has to sleep on the spare bed and are just like I hate those nights because I can't fall asleep. <laughs> but he oh, needs yeah. the extra room to maneuver and, and things like that. But well if there if there are young couples watching there is one thing I want to tell you about the bedroom, and that is it's your sanctuary. No fights, no arguments, no serious major decisions. That is not the place to have all of that take place. The place to that place is your sanctuary. That's your love room. That is where you spend time loving each other. And if you, if you, if you got to stay up until you can go in that room and love on each other and at least kiss each other good night, then you stay up until you get it done. But don't take it into that room because it takes it takes the spirit away from your sanctuary. I did not think of that. You're right. I uh, did not think of that. I always have, my parents always had a rule: never go to bed angry and. Mm -hmm. I that I can't say that that's always happened within our within my relationship. I mean, um, there have been times that you know we'll give each other a kiss goodnight and then you know roll over. <laughs> but uh, wow. uh, but and I I hate going to bed like that. I hate like mm -hmm. I hate it if there's some anger or animosity. I I hate that. But he needs time to process. So I've I realized that you know. I have to be okay with what he wants and just not let it drive me crazy on my end. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. But if you can, if you can, you can, at least you can give each other a kiss. Good night. Yeah. And, and, and go kind of your separate ways in your bed so that you can sleep it off or, or do that. That's, that's fine, but have it's better to do that than to have an argument in your sanctuary. Yeah, you know, it's, it's better not to work those things out in that place where love is supposed to be. Absolutely, I've also heard that you shouldn't put other pictures of family members in your bedroom either. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I have, I have pictures of my family that I love dearly are in my bedroom so you know I I don't know about that I you know, I, I I was some kind of I don't know if it was with the feng shui lady that we know or I forget who it was uh, but she said yeah she goes what's in your bedroom and so I explained and okay get that out get that out get that out I'm like okay yeah <laughs> whatever yeah. will help us I don't care <laughs> yeah I I do have them they're not next to my bed they're not over my bed they're in another part of the room where I've got two sitting chairs they're mm -hmm. they're over there but they're not they're not near my bed but I don't know I don't know if I'm supposed to have them in there or not we don't seem to have a problem <laughs> with them being there. I, well again because I had a picture I had family pictures up there too like my dad and and uh some uncles and that and, mm -hmm. and they said no so I ended up putting our wedding picture in there and I put our, oh yeah our um yeah, our wedding picture and our wedding album, I ended up putting in the bedroom. 
Just oh, yeah. So, so that there's that in there. Oh, we've got romantic love stuff all over the place. Like, you know, we went to this event and and, and the two of us and, and they had these uh, bamboo roses. Someone had created these roses out of bamboo. You know, I still have those in there because it was a romantic night for us. You know, I yeah. keep that stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I still have the roses he gave me for our, I think it was our first date. I had every rose he gave me i had dried out and then when we moved they're now just in a bag in the in in the bedroom but i gotta bring those out they might even be mushed by now who knows i mean we've moved a couple times but um yeah just something you know just uh, for him i never i try not to throw anything away that he's given me that's for sure yeah unless it's just like beyond yeah no my husband makes sure that i have fresh flowers all the time and so if i saved every flowers <laughs> that he got me i would i would know not know where to put them so i don't i don't i don't save them anymore i used to i used to have them strung up everywhere when we were first married and now it's like um um okay <laughs> Uh, I totally hear you. I'm just going to take one quick commercial break here. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, are you tired of hearing, feeling stuck in your career or business, or are you ready to unlock your full potential and accomplish your goals with compounding growth so that you could live a life like you're walking on the beach? If this is you, then listen up because I have some exciting news for you today. Today's live cast is sponsored by the Left Foot Coach, an innovative entrepreneurial venture partner that will take your income and self-expression to the next level. With his established five-pillar methodology, the Left Foot Coach can help you build a solid foundation for success and expand your full potential. As a venture growth coach, the Left Foot Coach is dedicated in partnering with you and your established business to help you grow your income and achieve your goals. Whether you're an entrepreneur or a professional looking to take your career to the next level, the Left Foot Coach can provide you with support, guidance, and resources you need to succeed. If you're ready to unlock your full potential and achieve your dreams, then schedule a 30-minute consultation with our friend Christian. Christian's definitely an amazing guy. He's uh, actually been helping us here on the show and definitely seeing results um, with with using Christian, not only in growing our 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 base, but definitely, um, you know, definitely getting, uh, a lot of growth within the business. So go to calendly.com backslash X I A N left backslash 30 minutes question mark month equals 2023 dash five. All right. Sorry about that, Carrie. So you gotta have thank our sponsors. They're the ones yes, that help us gotta run the show. Yes, absolutely. Uh so yes, getting back to to I love what I love that you help with relationships and so what would you say has been the most challenging experience that you've come against with a with a couple? Um I had I had one experience and 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 let me preface this with telling you I am a coach. I'm not a psychologist and I'm not a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. And I coach people into get by giving them tools to help them to have better relationships. Um, now I'll tell you, I had a couple who came in 
and they were headed for divorce. And I was really not thinking I could do anything about that. Um, and I was ready to refer them to a therapist. And uh, I, I really, I was at my wits end. They were screaming at each other in my office, just okay. screaming. And I said, hey, this is, you know, therapists help heal hurts. Coaches kind of kick you back into play. <laughs> I'm right. a kick you back into play kind of gal. And, um, and I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to charge you for this session, but what I want you to do is one thing and, and I want you to go home and I want you to hold hands for 30 minutes, just hold hands. And then I want you to come back. And if you're ready to use the tools that I give you and to, to try and make this work, then I can do that. If not, I'm going to refer you to a therapist because, um, I won't have two people screaming in my office for an hour <laughs> and um, they went home and they didn't yell at each other. They didn't scream at each other. They didn't do anything. And they ended up holding hands and just crying. That's all they did. They held hands and they just cried. Um, that couple had been married for 20 years and um, there was a lot of uh, not being good to each other for quite a few years um i'm happy to tell you three years later they're still married and they are just absolutely in love with each other so that that was the most difficult one i'd ever seen that's awesome that's and now i'm crying (laughs) (laughs) gotta get that picture out you know that it, well, we're on this. Well, this is the subject of the night, I guess. You know, a lot of people give up, and I'm I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say, "Hey, there has been been times that I thought, like, you know, thought of like, why, why sure. am I still here? Right? What am I doing here? What oh am I doing? Gosh. And then I'm yes. like, you know, what am I mentally prepared for this? Like, am I, should should mm-hmm. I have thought of this? I hope before I got there. <laughs> right. This is for the rest of my life. This is so... for the rest of my life. Right? Wow. And then I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, if I can get through everything else leading up to meeting my husband, there's no way that I'm going to allow just some squabbles to get into our way, right? And what what you had said in the beginning of... um, you know, most, most couples want to be right. And I'm, and it's like, I'm going through an intense sucking of everything that God does not want in my life out of me this last year. Uh, I've like heavily involved in every type of coaching you could possibly think of on top of a course of miracles on top of being, you know, um, I love that. I love a course in miracles. I just love it. And today's lesson you know, because I have to learn each lesson daily. Uh, and, and it was just like, yes, this is it, you know, and we don't, I, in the moment, you're like, but, you know, he did this or she did that. Right. But it doesn't really matter in the end who was right or wrong. It, it doesn't. Yeah. And, and that's been my lesson for the last year and a half has been, I don't need to be right. Um, and just, I could either be right or, or I could be happy. And, and so, and it takes something to get there. And that doesn't mean that I get it right away. And that doesn't mean that there aren't times that I just like put me under a rock somewhere and leave me alone. <laughs> but as yeah. long as you don't give up 
on each other and you're like, okay, now get back up and get back in the ring, get back up and get back in the ring. Right. Right. Get back up, get back in the ring. Um, yeah. It, no, it doesn't, it doesn't mean, you know, I, I don't believe in, in society's uh, picture of what a perfect relationship is. I'm here to tell you that a perfect relationship happens just like you said that. A perfect relationship is getting back on the bus. A perfect relationship is you keep working at it and you keep working at communicating. You work on yourself. Your partner works on themselves. And you work together as a couple to become one because we're all one anyway. So you, you work together to, to, to make that happen for each other. There are perfect relationships where there's no arguing and there's no fighting and there's no, there's no conflict. There's no, if you're not doing that at all, then you're not growing and Absolutely. you need to, you got to grow. I, I love that you said that. It's, it's funny because I look at uh, when I was in college, there was this mature student in our class and her name was Cindy. And we went to her house one time. I forget. I don't know if we had a, a school project that a bunch of us, there was a, like art. My classroom was full of mature students back then. And I graduated in, oh God, I think it was 94. Mm -hmm. um, and so all these mature students were in there and go to this woman's house and I and it's like she had the perfect marriage it's like she was freaking June Cleaver she you know was in school and had a job and just her her tone with her husband is oh like yes dear and trust me that's not how I grew up my parents loved each other but it was not like it was not like that <laughs> and um I was just like man I want her marriage like she doesn't she they don't argue me they don't do anything like this and now i'm thinking to myself i'm like either she is a freaking unicorn or that was a great front because i have never seen a marriage since then where they're they're just like oh happy go lucky all the time like mm -hmm. I, like what's your secret if that was not fake <laughs> well i you know there's a, a neighbor across the street from me and they've been married for 60 plus years. I can't remember exactly. I mean, forever. They're 88 years old. Okay. I wanted to know how they stayed married all that time. And they really did seem like happy, you know, happy go lucky couple and everything was fine. And, and she's, she's like, Carrie, no, we had some really hard times in our marriage. We had some really tough things we had to work through, but we just, we stuck it out and we made sure that we remembered what got us together in the first place, which is that love. And as long as we remember that love, we stay together. She goes, but when you see us, yes, we're happy, you know, but we're not happy all the time. When you walk out the door and close the door, he can say something that can frustrate me and I'll come right back at it. We're normal people. And I had a picture on the outside of what their insides looks like. So I asked the question because I was curious. Mm -hmm. I, and I love that. That brings brought something up. When we first dated, I had a, um, a Blackberry. And no mm -hmm. word of a lie, he would text me day and night if we weren't together, like at work all the time. The, mm -hmm. It didn't matter. And I said, you know, it was such great stuff. But I said to him, I'm going to keep this phone. 
And he goes, well, why is that? I said, because it's going to be a reminder when I'm really pissed off at you exactly why I did love you and why I were together. And at first he was like, oh, you know, you're crazy. But I still have the phone. And mm -hmm. I still, I actually had taken screenshots of most of our conversations and I've kept them and I've had to go back at least once uh, and, and remind myself mm -hmm. of, you know, some of the stuff that was said back in the early days, because, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, we had just gotten married and then the pandemic hit. So it was, it's, it, wow. in it's close quarters and both of us, um, well, he was laid off, I think, for only two weeks out of the entire two years. And mm. I worked nonstop. So, but, you know, if uh, working from home and if we weren't at home, like if, if we weren't at work, we were at home. So spending two mm. solid years after just being married. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. Was, it was just like, seriously, I'm just going to go to the grocery store. I need a minute. <laughs> well, we, we were we were married a bit longer than you when when COVID hit, but I work from home and he works from home. Oh. Yeah. And then everything was shut down. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I need the car wash to open up. <laughs> right. I need to go to the drive thru at McDonald's, even though I don't eat McDonald's. It was the only thing open. I I I I need to go to the pharmacy. The pharmacy's open. <laughs> You know, you gotta yeah. have your time away from each other. Look, he's gotta have a life. You gotta have a life, and you have a life together. If you don't, you you gotta have some separation in there. Otherwise, what do you talk about? You know, <laughs> I, I'm I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because for the first two years that we were together, like not married but together, I had moved an hour away from my family, and so you know, what do you mm. talk about? You talk what do you talk about? Right. And, and mm. it was like the first two years were again, finding, finding yourself inside of that. But mm -hmm. I like what you said, you know, you have your time, he has his time and then you have couple time and it's mm. important to have that time um, together, but separate. Uh, and I know a lot, of time, a lot of time was spent together and I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm like now I now I finally get it and so the last two years we've yeah. been it's it's been no you have your time I have my time and right. we'll, we'll meet <laughs> well I got my very best close friend and I spend time with her and my husband has his best friend and, and every Sunday afternoon they go out to lunch together and they smoke a cigar together that's what they do every Sunday afternoon um, there have been things that interfered with it like Yesterday was Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, yesterday was Mother's Day. My my whole family descended upon my house for Mother's Day, and his best friend was spending time with his mom on Mother's Day. So, yes, that happens once in a while, but I don't interfere with it. And the reason is, is because he has to have his time, I have to have my time, and we have our time together. Absolutely. I, I love that. I love that. Yes. You know, his time is out on the golf course and, and my time is doing this and being yeah. with my tribe of women. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I love that. Great advice. And, you know, for any young couple that is out there listening, I, I hope that you're taking away from Carrie and, and the, the richness that she's pouring out here because um, 
I have to say one of the one of the hardest things that I've done to date so far is being a stepmom and, and being married. Like everything else, I can handle people in the hospital. I can handle death. I can handle all that way better than I can handle <laughs> being a stepmom and being married. Some yeah, days. little little <laughs> little creatures who do who have their own minds. They they're little adults. You know, I try to remind people, little creatures who have their own mind and do what they, they don't do what you tell them to sometimes. Being a parent, no, it's not for the faint of heart, for sure. Nope, nope, it isn't. Nope. And that's why we have Mother's Day to celebrate us. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, we have Mother's Day so that we can make all of our sons feel guilty. <laughs> Remember when you did? No, I'm just playing. I'm just joking around. Me too. <laughs> he was at his mom's yesterday, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes moms need breaks too, you know? That's right. That's right. I love that right. you said that. I love that you said that. Now, well, now that we're bringing more fun into it, we're going to go into the fundamental section. We're going to bring up the amazing Kimberly here. Welcome back to the show, Miss Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I love um, it. Amazing show so far. Right. It's yeah. It's you know the the topic is very near and dear to my heart. Um, I've been on mission for the last three years now, I think, um, causing power couples united. So, um, oh, cool. not, not just married couples, like couples as a distinction, right? So, mm -hmm. what, wherever two or more come together, um, you know, uh, and, and creating mm -hmm. power and unity, um, and, and my heart, right. Is, and my passion is, is marriages in particular, so it's uh, it's so lovely to hear what you're doing and the work that you're doing. Thank and you. I just really think I personally thank you from the bottom of my heart. So uh, really great show, Dorothy. Thank you. And thank so, you. so in tune with what today has been all about for sure. Well, you know, and, and we say this all the time, the Holy Spirit runs this show We're we're, we're simply uh, stewards of the show. Uh, and so, of course, Dorothy. <laughs> right? Absolutely. 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 Um, yeah. So so here we are inside the fundamentals. And Carrie, we couldn't yes. be more excited to have you. Um, and normally we have a um, guest sponsor in the show. And we do have a guest sponsor. I just happen to be wearing both hats tonight. Um, because and it's so again, see, here we are. It's like so freaking brilliant and perfect. And the Holy Spirit knows what's best. Um, because and this is so this is so great. Um, we have a big event. My um mutual companies, joint ventures are all coming together for an event uh Wednesday, this Wednesday, May 17th. And what I'm personally present to is it is um, a collaboration that has been 10 years in the making, one decade. Wow. I know, right? Um, mm. And so um, it's funny because I'm obviously, Dorothy, as you know, um, like you, I am you, you are me. 
um, we hold the spotlight for others. And uh, Holy Spirit has been telling me that this is my coming out party. Um, oh, because okay. the, the last decade I've been a leader at an incredible, incredible company called Landmark. And inside my agreement and my commitment to bring the purest leadership skills possible, um, I, I did not, uh, I made sure that everything I did was inside of that role and that job. And I just retired, uh, January of this year and am now able to give fully, right. Um, to every creation and honor every creation that's come out of the amazing, amazing work that I've been able to do the last decade with Landmark and hence the coming out party. Uh, <laughs> that is scheduled for this Wednesday. And it is an event that is called, and people got a taste of it last week with my business partner, um, uh, Steve Roke. <clears throat> and it is called Magic, Money, and Leverage. And uh, the commitment in, in what is the beginning of, mark my words, <laughs> uh, a revelry call. Uh, that's going to go global to empower people to come together to rejuvenate, refresh, and restore, and and really be resurrected in knowing that there's nowhere to get to. They're whole, perfect, and complete as they are, and um, they're in need of nothing. And that is what the event pro will provide, um, and it will be the beginning of them stepping into communities like Power Couples United. And um, our mission of causing radiant, radical financial freedom for all of humanity by 2035. Um, and it, and our first event is this Wednesday, May 17th. It's in Oak Brook Terrace. Mm -hmm. I know, right? <laughs> uh, it's in Oak Brook Terrace, Illinois. And uh, what's so cool about the event is we've intentionally broken it down into multiple segments a little bit D like a centipede um, in that there's a morning networking, there's a morning session and then a break in, you know, networking and then another session and, and a break and then a lunch networking and then a break. And, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's just, and it just goes, and none of the pieces, they all complement each other, but they don't build on each other. So it, it like, I can come in the morning. Great. You know, I can come in the afternoon. Great. I can come in the evening. Great. Whatever part you come for will more than rejuvenate, refresh and restore you um, and, and give you a chance to be a part of the community that we're building um, of a million plus strong. So um, come one, come all. And, uh, and if you can't come because you're not able to get in the Oak Brook Terrace area, Oak Brook Terrace, Illinois area. Anyone you know who lives near there, send them because they'll be able to recreate it for you and bring you into um, what we're up to in the world. So thank you for allowing me to be tonight's sponsor. Um, and uh, that's what I got. <laughs> Absolutely. That is powerful. Yes. If anybody is in the Oak Brook Terrace, Illinois, go to Magic magicmoneyleverage.com sign up for that event today for sure it's gonna be amazing i wish i lived closer don't no worries we'll, we'll make sure that we do one in canada 
We'll make sure. Absolutely. Are yeah. you going to Are you going to come to Texas too? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> if if you if you want to be our host, um, we will go wherever we're called. So All right. uh, that'll be great. That'll be great. So with that, I will if uh, Carrie, it is up to you. Would you like to share your fundamentals first or would you like me to share mine first? I would like you to share yours first. Oh dear. Okay. <laughs> well, here we go. Um, these are in no particular order. Um, and these are the fundamentals that once I got this and I would, I'm going to, I'm going to preface my fundamentals by saying to people, find your three, like we offer our three in this segment of the show, just to give people some kind of, wow, I just got really emotional, um, sense of hope and ease, you know, to access their light and their love. And, and you can access it through any one of our fundamentals, right? You know, I mean, like if Carrie speaks to yours tonight or if mine speak mm -hmm. or a combination of ours, like that's the intention of the segment so that when people leave our show, man, I am so emotional tonight, um, that they leave our show uh, set up powerfully for the week and that whatever uh, overcoming story you know, if it has triggered something for them that they're left on the upswing, right, at the end of the show. Um, and what there is for me to put in tonight newly as I share my own is I invite people to find your three. And don't be attached that they have to be the same forever and always. And as you're testing different ones or playing with different ones, when you get that, like, sense of resonation it within your soul, right? Like, oh, this is who I am, right? Um, so these three fundamentals I work very hard with, and I'm going to do a shout out to Donna Eller. I am just, I like, I'm sensing the coming out party starting with tonight. <laughs> How appropriate right? is that? I'm still coming out, right? Um, uh, um, Donna has been instrumental in having the brilliance of my light and uh, my love be my love be pure and my light be bright. And so we did some heavy lifting to get to my my personal core fundamentals. And I'm happy to share them with you tonight. So I just I say that to invite others to do the same, because when you find who you really are, it's kind of powerful. Um, so with that being said, they're not in any particular order. Um, my first A, A fundamental for me um, in my top three is to own it, right? If I can't own it, right, I don't, I, I don't want to play. I, and, and to be really responsible when I say that, I'm not saying like, you know, I'm, I'm a, a one-man band. Dorothy knows darn well that that is not the case. What I'm saying is whatever I'm doing, right? Whoever I'm being, whatever I'm up to, if I'm not owning it, I got no business playing um, and owning it fully. Um, I, I've been told many times as an employee back in the day when I used to be an employee, um, man, we just love you because you, you walk around here like you own the place, right? Like I pick up garbage in the parking lot. Like it's, I don't, I don't play in life. Like it's not my problem. I play in life like I like this is my world and I own it. How would I treat the world if I owned it? Right. So I invite people to be in the discovery of 
owning things and, and getting, getting to like, as like you get to, you're not a victim of anything. Um, a second one is, um, uh, if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now to be very responsible about what I'm saying in that is, um, it, and it's my job to make things fun. Right. Um, so, um, and it's not like a get out of jail free card, like, Oh, I'm fickle. This is no longer fun for me. So you can't count on me. Right. It, it's much, so much more. So, um, it's my job to, uh, create it and be able to see that anything can be fun. So like, for example, I love horses. I love horses. Um, and, uh, I have so many people be like, oh God, that's like, you like, do you have to clean their stalls? And then I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I love cleaning their stalls. It's like making a bed for a kid, you know? Um, so it's, it's all relative in that regard. So, and then last but ne- no, by no means least, these are not out of order. Um, my, my last fundamental is don't be a difference, be the difference. And really, I invite, it's kind of like, you know, water boils at 212, not 211. And that's the difference, right? (laughs) Clearly water um, at at the degree of 211 is hot, right? It's hot. (laughs) But it's not going to make the difference that 212 will make where it can actually boil things. So those are my fundamentals. Carrie, what are yours? Oh, okay. So um, my three fundamentals are always create opportunities to play with all of your relationships, whether it's with your children, your parents, your loved ones, um, always create opportunities for play. Um, The other thing is um, always create opportunities for intimacy. That is not just your love partner, but that's also with all of your family and friends and those who are close to you. Intimacy is the most vulnerable state and that vulnerability builds trust. So always create opportunities for that intimacy. And last but not least, I could have started with this one, but remember that the Blame game solves nothing. Mm. Stop the blame game. Mm. Yummy. Yummy. Carrie, I, I want to point to the your second one. I am in a constant game. I wish I had it with me. I don't, though. Um, I just got it on Mother's Day when I was at the florist shop with my mom. <laughs> um, but I am in a constant state of deepening, widening, and enriching the being in love game. Like it's a game. Mm-hmm. How in love can I be with literally everything, right? So my mm-hmm. office, my my relationships, and not just my human relationships, mm-hmm. right? Like so my relationship with, uh, you know, money or, you know, what whatever, right? So like, but mm-hmm. really getting to be intimate and in love and in relationship with everything, my desk, right? My you know, and just like, oh, I'm so grateful for you, right? Like, you know, um, oh, yeah. I, I just love that you put that in. That's so gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Dorothy, I believe that completes another wonderful fundamental segment. I hope we delivered. 
Absolutely delivered. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you to our guests for showing up tonight. Thank you, Carrie, for, for being our guest and being awesome and, and giving us those incredible nuggets on how to enhance your relationships, um, whether that be with your partner, whether that be with your spouse, whether that be with anybody. I, I believe that the tips that you've given have definitely um, brought in for any relationship um, that you're in, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. We appreciate Thank you. All. Thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And where is the best place for people to uh, reach out to you, Carrie? Um, highestintentcoach.com. Okay, perfect. That is in our show notes. So go to so like highestintentcoach.com. Perfect. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. And I just want to give one final shout out to our last sponsor of today's show. Um, you know, did you know that doTERRA essential oils can help support the body physically, mentally, and emotionally to help you achieve optimal health? Aromatherapy is a very powerful tool. And for more information, go to beoilywithbonnie.com today or give Bonnie a call or a text at 810-414-0929. Bonnie has definitely helped our family with all our doTERRA oil needs and, um, you know, great lady. So 810-414-0929 or www.beoilywithbonnie.com. Thanks again so much, ladies, for joining us. And uh, don't forget to be unstoppable in all that you do. Same time, same channel next week. And don't forget, we're on Roku. So if you happen to have the Roku, definitely check us up on Unstoppable Overcomers. And if you're just happening to see this for the first time and you're thinking, God, I wish it was on podcast, well, we got you there too. We are over on Spotify and Our Heart Radio. So definitely, um, you know, <laughs> clean and listen at the same time or do whatever jam you do while you're watching your while you're listening to your podcast. So with all that, stay tuned for more and we'll see you same time, same channel next week. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.